0: Hey you guys, this is your trigger warning. If you're hearing this, this episode is going to cover some really difficult topics. So you've been warned. If you don't want to hear about these things, feel free to skip or listen to something else. Or um, go watch a documentary. It's always good for you. Also, what should I say in a trigger warning message? Someone, like, email me and be like, hey, here's a script for your trigger warning message. Because I really have no idea. Just know that this episode has some stuff in it that might make you kind of queasy. Might give you some reminders of your own issues. I don't know. Anyways, carry on. reminder before we get started I am no longer going to be editing my solo episodes because that is how I refrain from getting out episodes so you might hear some big loud trucks or dogs or the bell on my cat's collar at some point I apologize Also, if you are tired of the trigger warning, feel free to send me the trigger warning script and I will happily read it and remix a trigger warning intro. Just email it to me at your earliest convenience. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to comment on current events with this. Um, I wasn't sure if I should, if it was appropriate, or if I even wanted to date my podcast. You know, like, I want this to be such a, done in such a way that someone can come back here and listen, and it can help them regardless of when it is. However, Recent news hits home for a multitude of reasons, and I've decided to talk about it. I will not be doing a series on this or keeping you up to date on this. I am not a news source whatsoever. The information that I'm giving out is information that is alleged that I have heard through commentary. Do not quote me or see me as a reliable news source in any way. These are my feelings and my opinions on what is going on with the Duggars. Yes, the Duggars. I know that when stories like this come out everyone seems to flock to them and they get major publicity and it's like for the next few weeks everything is fucking triggering but you can't like stop like I'm trying really hard not to check up on the situation but at the same time I want to know I want to know what's happening I want to know what's being done I, and I'm frustrated at how relatable some of it is at how these people get to do these things and I want to know how his sisters are. I know that I could do some research and I could figure out who they married and how many kids they had but I like I want to know how they are. You know I remember in passing hearing people joke around about girls hearing assholes joke around about girls after they've been through things. And I've heard some really awful, naive, immature people say that after girls go through things like that, after a girl is put through something when they're young, they might as well just get locked up forever because you know how is a girl supposed to thrive in society after going through what they went through and I think about these things and I think about how people could say those things right, right in front of my face right to me which makes me think that maybe I don't have a big sign on my forehead that says, hey, when I was little, X, Y, and Z. Which is good, you know? I I like that it's not something I wear on me, but at the same time... Why the fuck are there so many assholes in society? And what does that make me? What am I? Does that make me a freak? Do I need extreme help should I just be locked away I mean last I checked I was doing pretty good and that in itself just becomes this whole other triggering event in itself you know like you watch the thing you hear about the thing and that is triggering and then you hear people's responses and it's like you just want to yell at everyone you just want to shake everyone Or maybe you have no clue what I'm talking about, and uh, I just I I don't know anyone like me. I don't know anyone that had to be in front of strange adults without their clothes on. I don't know anyone that had to watch people have sex before they were 10. I, I don't remember a lot of it, and I'm sure that that's for the best, but it's also just upsetting that I don't know anyone like me. And that's a really big part of why I'm here. You know, I just, I want to know one person like me that didn't have a downward spiral and that didn't complete the cycle. Because I'm not going to end up like those people from when I was little. I refuse. And I'm not going to be tormented by my past. I refuse. I refuse to be what happened when I was a child. And I'd like to think that there are other people that feel the same way. And maybe the Duggar sisters feel the same way, or maybe they don't. I imagine that they can't because they are trapped by their family and their livelihood is just so intertwined in it. I mean, it's hard to get away I sat next to these people every thanksgiving and every christmas every birthday party and there was hugging and there was photographs taken and everyone was happy and everything was normal and perfect and no one understood why I acted the way that I did even though they all knew It was like there was something wrong with me. Like, I should have just gotten over what those people did to me. Because now that I'm older, they don't want me anymore. They don't see me as useful in that way anymore. So now we can be a happy family. Because, you know, good people... Good people are defined by good upbringing, close-knit families, people who are good spend holidays at home, and things like that. And I want to be a good person. And there's that whole warped thinking, you know? Would staying close-knit to those people have made me a better person? At least then I'd have them. At least then I'd have big family Christmases and giant Thanksgiving dinners. And my sisters and I and my mom and my aunt, we could all do Black Friday shopping together. and Stuff like that. That's how people are supposed to be. That's how people are supposed to grow up. But I I didn't want to live like that. I didn't want to be a part of a family who thought that it was okay. That all of those things happened to me. Not just okay, but they went out of their way. They... They lied to people and kept it hidden that I was still around those people until I was an adult. And then they decided that since I was an adult, I could make my own choices. Which, yeah, you can make your own choices at 18, but when you've been taught your entire life a certain thing, being the legal age to be seen as an adult does not automatically mean... That your entire upbringing is no longer valid in your brain. That is not how that works. So am I a good person? Are his sisters good people? Is his family a good family for keeping everyone together? I'm not going to talk about all of it. I'm not going to talk about what happened to him. I feel awful for his children, his soon-to-be child. I wonder how his sisters are. I wonder how hard it is for them to be in that family where they don't have a voice. Still. Knowing that they're still gonna be there. Always. I can't even imagine. It destroyed me on the inside. Every time I went to Thanksgiving dinner Every time I hosted a birthday party and whatever I made was scoffed at and I just, I was always made to feel like I was less. Because that's how they want to keep you because you have to be less. That's how they justify what happened. Thank you for listening to me. And it's okay if you don't want to talk. I just. I just wonder if there's other people like me out there that got out, whether you got out when you were 13. Or 20. Or 35. (laughs) Because you don't have to stay there like that. There's a healthier and better way to live. And I'm learning about it. I wonder if I had told people more. If I would have gotten more support. But... I didn't get any support from my entire family on my mother's side, so I felt like if those people that raised me didn't support me, then no one would. I'm trying to learn otherwise, but sometimes I just still feel like that broken little girl. And if you still feel like that, then if you want, we could talk about it. I know that I cannot be the only one out there. I mean, I I remember, I don't know if you remember Sophie Long, or if you followed that story, I don't follow it anymore, because, you know, Michael's turned into a douchebag, but... um. I remember hearing all the people come forward uh, on those open panel episodes of Annie Elise. If you don't watch Annie Elise and you're into like crime stories, you should check out Tend to Life on YouTube because she's super entertaining. Um, very well spoken woman. Very smart. But I remember all those people coming forward and it, it was, I found out about that right after I came up with the idea for this podcast because I had been thinking about how much I had evolved as a person and how much I had grown and I realized that I wanted feedback from people that hadn't given up. Because all the people that I would come across were people that had just given up. And then everything came up about Sophie. And all these people just started going forward. And it was like a whole other Me Too movement, you know? Things that had happened that they didn't even realize that had happened. And they had to get their stories out. And I, for a minute, I felt less alone. But I wasn't actually interacting with these people. They were just people that I heard talking. And it caused this disconnect. And it made me wonder, what are they doing now? And it made me wonder if anyone wanted to know what I was doing now. What are the Duggar sisters doing now? What's Sophie doing now? And I feel like if we could all just come together and talk about it maybe some of us could shed a little light for everyone else's sake. Josh Duggar should have gone to jail a long time ago. He should have been reprimanded much more severely than he was. So should my stepfather have been. So should my mother have been. So should Josh Duggar's father have been for being a suckass and acting like he could just fix the problems. You can't fix when someone acts like that. And even if you can, you don't have the right to keep victims around their predator like that. It is not healthy. It is not okay. There is no amount of apologies to make it okay. I was in 6th grade and I got a handwritten letter saying I'm sorry I turned myself in before you got a chance to do it I'm going to spend some time away I'll be back and that is what happened what lesson was honestly learned there the only lesson that I got from that was that it didn't matter what happened to me is that how they felt when their brother was allowed to just waltz right back into the family I do wonder how Sophie's doing If anyone knows, let me know. If anyone knows what's actually going on with Josh Duggar's victims, let me know. My cat is so upset that she's not allowed in this room right now. It is just breaking her heart that she cannot jump on top of my keyboard. I have some more stuff I want to talk about um, soon. And I think I'm going to have some more people on. And I want to catch back up with Doc and see how he's doing. But if you want to come on, come on, come on. I'm not going to edit this. I said I wouldn't. If you want to come on and talk about how you're doing, I would love to hear it. We don't have to talk about what happened. I do think it's beneficial to talk about the past in, like, an initial, like, interview episode, um, just to know. Or if you just want to come on and tell your story, that's fine, too. I won't tell anyone who you are, I, mean, I don't, who the hell am I going to tell? I don't even think anyone's actually listening, so... I think that we have the right to communicate. You know, there's whole websites of sick-minded individuals that get to communicate. Why can't we? Why do we need to go talk to a professional? Why can't we talk to each other? And help each other? My cat is going to destroy my door. I think I've bothered you long enough. Just, um, email me. I am going to put a phone number in the show description. You can text that phone number whenever you'd like and let me know if you just want to talk. I would love to hear from you. Not about the Duggars, just about you. Every single one of us has a voice and every single one of us has the right to be heard. We are still valid. We are still important. We are worth everything. We are not our past. We are not defined by what happened to us when we were kids. We are defined by today. We are defined by right here and right now and what we are doing. We have the right to lead beautiful lives. You take care of yourself. I love you. Be good. Make good choices. And as I always tell the children, don't do drugs. Eat your vegetables. And drink water. The song you're about to hear is called Before by Frank Watkinson. You can check him out on YouTube. You should give him all of your money because he is a beautiful, wonderful soul. If you are tired, if you are tired of hearing Frank Watkinson, then send me an original song that you wrote. Until I hear from you, you're just going to be hearing more of him because I want to. And he hasn't sued me. If he ever does sue me, I'll gladly just give him every dime that I own. Because he's just that great. Anyways. Song is titled before. Check him out on YouTube. Have a wonderful day.
1: At times like this when I feel blue Close my eyes and I think of you and all the crazy things we do on long hard summer nights and drifting back to better days when life and love were just a game and never dreaming it could ever change for anything. But that was before. Sometimes on days when I feel like this I look back I know you gave me every chance to change But I just kept on making the same